Come royal people to this week's installment of the Queen Speaking Podcast. I'm your Queen Patrice and I have a very special co-host with me this week, Ernest Jones, all the way from the DC. <laughs> hey. A powerful man of God who's going to share powerful insights with us Um Y'all better take notes, because <laughs> I'm about to take notes today. So, welcome, my brother from another mother. <laughs> yeah. What's up, what's up? Nothing much, just uh, relaxing, and um, I got a feeling I'm going to be doing the same thing, taking a lot of notes. Uh Looking, looking in the mirror as I talk, because I'll be talking directly to myself. That's deep. That's deep. That's deep. So this week we'll be discussing a very interesting topic. It's soul tie, and I believe a lot of persons in the church and not in the church are struggling with this from previous relationships or just. Maybe they weren't even in an inter- intimate relationship with someone, but they have a soul tie linked to their lives. So believe that after today, many persons will not only be informed, but they will be delivered or on their way to deliverance because information changes everything. So, Amen. Amen. So let's see what God does today. I'm so excited about this topic. So, what is a soul tie in your... What do you believe a soul tie is? Um, a soul tie is uh, any internal connection an individual has to a person, place, product, or perspective. Wow. That's deep. And that could be um that could be good or bad. The soul tie can be good or bad. It doesn't yes. doesn't have to be bad. It does have come with a negative connotation for the most part when we talk about it in church. But there are good soul ties. Yes, they are like David and Jonathan. They had a good soul tie. Exactly. Yeah, that's yes. probably that's probably out of the Bible. Um one of the best examples you can get. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. And a lot of times, I think, like, when persons are referring to soul tie, there's always a stigma attached to it. And I think that the church, not just the church overall, we are not, like, fully informed, like, to differentiate between a godly soul tie and an ungodly soul tie. I think, like, persons need to know because if you say, oh, have a soul tie, yeah, I'm probably bound. I'm pro- no, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're bound. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are, you are in prison to a relationship or a situation or, as you say, or an environment or perspective. It can also mean that because even relationship, husband and wife relationship, that is not an ungodly soul tie. That is a godly soul tie because the Bible says the two becomes one flesh, which means the two persons become one. Their souls become tied. 
So we have to like give the right information out there. Right. Um, I got a, I, and I got a, I got a second definition too. Um, and so that 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 would the first one would be like a working definition, and the second one would be like um, it's basically a bridge between two entities that passes that allows spiritual influence to be passed along. Yes. Definitely, definitely. That's so deep. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm about to say when you see, and as, as I was as I was going through and going through my studies, I, I it's it just it's kind of started to like wake me up, scare me a little bit. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> So uh, one sign is uh, that you could be physically, emotionally, or spiritually uh, attached to the person, and um, you can't you can't basically cut them off. Yes. Um, even though you want to, you know it's bad. Like you were saying before, anytime it's a toxic relationship, and you know that it's toxic, but you can't walk away from it. Um, it's just so tired. That's why you see on TV, like if you see somebody in an abusive relationship, and you're like, well, why didn't she just leave? Yes, that's a pretty strong chance that there's a soul tie. Um, another sign is that when you left a relationship, um, that could be over years ago, but you you think about the other person obsessively. So you know you <laughs> haven't seen this person in four or five years, but they're still on your mind. I, I had one individual like this. Um. I used to have dreams about her. I mean, it was weird. I was like, I haven't seen, heard, or spoken to this person in years. And I literally had dreams about this person. Um, as if they were still, uh, as if we were still dating. Yes. Um, uh, one, one, I went through this. Uh, whenever you're doing anything, like making a decision, um, you feel like the other person is watching or they're with you. Uh, almost like a controlling almost like a controlling aspect um, <clears throat> when if you do uh, engage in sexual activity start to almost daydream or fantasize about the uh, about the incident that happened or future incidents uh, also, a big one is when you take on the negative traits of the other person. Wow, yes. So if, they, if they're abusive, you become abusive. If they're negative and you become negative, um, that you got to watch that. Or if they're depressed and you become depressed. Wow. Um, Good stuff. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And the last one is just, like, it's kind of the same thing when y'all have simultaneous experiences. You know, you could be somewhere and something could happen in their life and they they start to go on a downward, downward spiral and then all of a sudden you're having a good day. Next thing you know, you're starting to have a downward spiral. Um, as I mentioned before um, with the young lady, you know, she was going through a rough time in her life. And so when we reconnected, immediately my life became rough. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I've experienced that before, trust me. Yeah. It's scary because it's like, what is going on? I don't even have. All of a sudden, it was just like one day somebody hit a switch, 
and it just the switch was like downward spiral here you go Ernest and I started going down I had to try to figure out everything and thank thank God I did have that type of uh relationship with the Lord where he quickly exposed it and I was able to you know do my best to to uh spiritually fight it off but um those those are just those are some signs there are there are other things always like we always say let the Lord lead you always be in prayer um, meditation so that he can expose because like we say it could be anything yes it could be anything yes as as you said that you when you're in a toxic relationship and you find that you can't leave it I've experienced that yeah as, you know I caught and caught mine situationship you know and right. you're in the situationship as I was in and you know it's raw you know it's that glorifying God and you said something to me the other day and it's so profound I never I've never said this to you I'm gonna say it you said that you know sometimes you can grow but not together like you oh. go and you remember you remember that I said that when did I say that I don't remember that yes you said it you oh, said okay. that um, <laughs> you grow but when you both are together, you can't grow. So when you both are apart, you grow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yes, you grow spiritually. And that was my experience as well. Mm-hmm. Whenever, like, the person and I were close, we had, we were just cool and fun and it was good. I couldn't pray. Mm, yeah. I couldn't read the word of God. I couldn't do nothing, but whenever this person like treat treat treats me a certain way or ignore me, I'm like praying, I'm seeking God, I'm hearing from God. Mm-hmm. I'm so laser focused, mm-hmm. and I didn't even realize that it was God saying, "Yeah, this is not, yep. this is not it." Yeah, yeah, and you're I right. Have destroyed my own purpose mm, by wow. if I continued because I kept hearing God, but you know. When persons around you make it seems as if you're not hearing from God, they're the only one hearing from God. And as you said earlier, you know, if this person is down, this person is sad. That's what I experience as well. Mm-hmm. I yep. can just say, yeah. I'm right here snapping my finger. I'm like, yes, it's so good, Ernie. You just gave me so much. And not just me, the people. Mm. Amen. So much. This is deep. This is like beneath the surface level deep. Amen. I'm never looking on soul tie the same way again. Me either. Uh, <laughs> after I, is... I, I went through this, I was like, okay, yeah, they got it. They got it. I got it. Me myself personally, I have to take this stuff more more serious. So I have to be careful, and I think like I think last night I was talking to a lady. She was like. I thought I see you. You've been married already. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> trust me. I'm so glad I didn't. Because probably if I did, I would probably be divorced by now. Mm, wow. There's so many things in me. In retrospect, I'm looking back, I'm like, God, not only did I dodge the bullet, I dodged a bomb. Wow. <laughs> wow. And at one point, I was toxic as well, you know. 
I'm not gonna lie. I was needy, always wanted attention, you know, not getting that love growing up. So there's me reaching out for it in all the wrong places. So it's like, wherever I feel like I'm needed, I feel like someone needs me, whether it's to just, you know, for their personal gain, it made me feel like I meant something. So I just didn't want to let go because yeah someone valued me you know struggling with self-esteem struggling with loving myself struggling with all of that growing up and then was in the situation she got worse i remember when i was a teenager i used to cry like saying you know maybe i'm you know there's something wrong Why you want someone to have their life together spiritually, mentally, physically, every way? But yet still, there's so many cracks in the walls in your life. You don't mm. even know who you are. You don't even know your purpose. You don't even know that you still have ungodly soul ties to persons that you may never even date. Wow. So you're coming with so much baggage with someone who is delivered and whole and got their life together you're going to become toxic this person is fine until they meet you <laughs> mm. you know it's so important to work on yourself it's so important to work on ourselves so it's like saying to this day you know for the first I remember when I was 23 yeah that's when I wanted to get married but that's when I wasn't ready <laughs> I was like you know because everyone you know go up in the church that's what people say but now, growing up, you know God for yourself. Mm-hmm. You go through that season where there's revelation. And you recognize that, you know, it's okay to just be by yourself while you're working on yourself, really. Because mm. you don't want to bring drama into people's life, especially someone who's surrounded their own atmosphere with peace. Right. <laughs> you know? You don't want to bring that into someone else's life. That ain't or fair. you might you might attempt to reach out or date them, and they might see right through that. <laughs> but let me tell you, some persons are very good at pretending. Yeah. That they will pretend so good that they, even when the Lord tells you that this person is wrong, you will even doubt God. I've been there. You're going to be like, no, I think probably this is the devil. Especially if the person comes in the form of your preference. But mm-hmm. really, they aren't your preference. They're just wrapped up, counterfeit, camouflaged, with a dash of deception all over it. So you're not seeing to this person like, oh my God, this person is everything. Oh my goodness. This is too good to be true. How is this possible? <laughs> this is God. Mm, wow this is crazy this is God man oh my god the lord above and beyond oh my lord and that's a snake (laughs) yeah that's how that's exactly how it goes they pray oh my god they lift their hands and worship look at them 
the bed is so big like if you if you have a big bible you're totally saved you're probably, you are 100% saved cuz no one's going to invest in a bible that don't love god wow oh my god this is serious but you know i'm just really, this is how right. it comes in you know that's why it's so important to you know sometimes the lord allows us to be in that season where is shedding off all stuff why why is the lord really allowing me not to be seen mm, it's for a reason i'm just saying We ask that everything that we have said here on this podcast, that it be of you and anything that was not of you, that it quickly be forgotten, Lord God. I ask that the seeds that were planted today spring forth and um, bring about fruit and deliverance. Um, I ask that the seeds go forth and minister to the souls of the individuals that may listen to this podcast uh, in the future. Even 20, 30, 40 years from now, Lord God, I ask that the, the words and the revelations be fresh in the people's minds, Lord God. I ask that you protect them, that even though these seeds are planted, I know the enemy will try to come through and tear up and rip up these seeds and this good fruit, Lord God. I ask that you protect these people of that. I ask that you protect any individuals out there who might be dealing with soul ties. I ask that you show them the doors that they need to close, to close off these connections, to close off these relationships, Lord God. Lastly, I ask that anybody that may be in an abusive relationship, Lord, that you keep their mind, that even though this person does have a connection, that we know you are stronger than that, Lord God, that you will find a way to get inside of their mind, Lord, and keep them and get them to safety and get them out of that abusive relationship, Lord God, whether that be uh, spiritual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, mental abuse, Lord God. And I ask finally, Lord God, that you forgive us of our sins. Uh, the ones we know about, the ones we don't know about, the subconscious and conscious, and that we may be set free in Jesus' name. I ask all these things in Christ's name. Amen. They would have to sever all, like you said before, sever all contact. Um, they would have to. Uh, I would probably go on an immediate fast. Um, because fasting brings about revelation, and the, yes, the thing that that I would be really concerned about is not so much the soul tie; it's how long. Because if they're thirty-five. And this has been since high school. You enter high school at what, 14? So they could have possibly had this soul tie with this person longer than they've been, or more than half their life. So, you know, you're talking about, you could be talking about a 20 year soul tie. Um, yes. 
So yeah, immediate fast, because that will bring about all of the areas in your life and the reasons why this soul tie. Because you're really just trying to fill the void. So that the Lord will show you other ways to fill the, those voids. And um, I'm not going to even lie. I would I would do the definitely do the fast, sever all contact, um, repent, uh, denounce, and, and I probably at the end of it. Once you once you broken free, I probably would get. I probably would seek counseling. Um, yes, it's it's very hard to live that way for that long, and then just flip a switch in the. Yes, like, okay, definitely. Put, I'm gonna that's long. Just, yeah, yeah, that's a long time to be living with a crutch, and then you're trying to walk without it. You you're gonna need definitely some counseling, um, some counseling to go with that. Yeah. And also, I just want to add to what you just said, so powerful, is she's on the right track. Yes. Because she first acknowledged that she has a soul tie. One. Then she's ready to be freed. Right. Because we're going to do a part two, so we can't answer all the questions today. So the person asks, can you have a soul tie to someone who you have never slept with or even been in a relationship with or even close to? Like you never had friendship with this person. You've never been with this person. You and this person just have like shared a few conversations. This is the question that they're asking right now. This is a deep one. And can you have a soul tie? Because this person is like always in my head. I'm always thinking about this person. And this person barely knows I exist. That's deep. I think this, I think like this one would be definitely connected to crushing and lusting. I was about to say. (laughs) This is like a crush. Crush. This is a crush. This is a crush. Because if this person don't know you, barely know you, you don't, you're not close to the person. Obviously, the person has not given you any gift. You haven't been on the person's bed. You barely said a few words to each other. So, I mean, where's the soul tie? Yeah, my, my, my. I would I would say this I don't know if you I don't think you would have a soul tie to the person. You might have a soul tie to the idea. But that still wouldn't even that wouldn't make sense. I think this person they they gotta watch it though. Cause they, they are on the, the borderline. <laughs> um Yeah. I, I would I would do the same thing. I would go into prayer and fact I would immediately cut that person off though. But are you gonna cut off somebody that you barely know, though? Well, th- th- it must—it's got to be social media, or something, because it's for for it to get like that. I—I I don't know. See, I don't have enough context. Are they—are they following this person? Are they not following this person? <laughs> this I would say this: if they're following the person, then yes, they need to cut that person off. Yeah. Um. Unfollow, please. Yeah. Yeah. Unfollow. I think like I shared my when I was like, if I see like I like somebody and I'm like, oh yeah, 
this may stem deep. I'm gonna be like, okay, let's mute you or unfollow you. I'm not gonna block you. That's just not me. Unless the Lord tells me. I'm just being honest. But like, don't feed this because this can really lead to something because if you're gonna ask a question about this, you know, you can probably have a crush on someone. You're like, oh yeah, when I see them, you know, you go crazy. But then when you can, you have the time to write a question like this, that means it's something that is really on your mind very regularly. Is it would not even, you wouldn't even write it. You could have write another question. So, I mean, yeah, this is, I don't like how this sounds at all. This sounds like, wow it sounds like this is i would say crushing a lot but i'm saying like it's it's like on a different level almost almost borderline obsession yeah um you have we have to be as humans we have to be careful and it's not directed towards this person but i mean it's happened to me our minds man once something gets in our minds yeah our minds can it can just take off and take us into this whole other world and next thing you know, we in this relationship with this person in our head, and you yes. right, they don't even oh know we exist. Yes. So we have to be very. That's why I guard the, the the Bible says guard your mind, guard your heart. I think the other day I put something up on Instagram. I was like, would you date someone <laughs> who have a best friend who is of the opposite sex? And I don't know if you remember that one. I, that I whole think question. I, I glanced and a at lot it, of yeah. persons said no. Mm. Man, I agree. Listen, I'm going to tell you why I agreed to that one. Because sometimes friendship can have a soul tie connection. And it doesn't necessarily mean that um, it is toxic. Mm-hmm. But like you don't want to have a soul tie to someone who's of the opposite sex and then you have your spouse. That can be like a real issue. Because here am I over here, I have a best friend, he's a male, yeah. And then I'm married to my husband. I, and whenever my husband and I, we have conversation, I keep bringing up this male friend. I keep mentioning them. Because one of the reasons, one of the ways to know you have a soul tie connection to someone, you keep, they're always in your thoughts. Like, you're in, in your imagination. And you're here with your husband. You're always talking about this person. So I believe, this is my opinion, Y'all don't pin me to a wall, but I'm just saying. I think, like, it can it can be a bit of an issue. I'm just saying, you know. And, it, and I know some persons say, oh, that spouse is insecure. It has nothing to do with insecurities. I think, like, when the Bible says two becomes one, you're not one flesh. You don't want your spouse to be always talking about their best friend, especially if that person is of the opposite sex. That is an issue. I'm just saying. What do you say? Um, I I I agree to a certain extent. Um, there. Okay, so let's say if you have two 
two strangers that meet and you know the guy really wants to get to know the young lady he basically would have to climb a, a pedestal uh, yeah. climb up on a pedestal depending on how strong the friendship is between that that young lady and her best friend and um, th- the real the real issue is going to come about when that that new guy is is going to take his place as her best friend or the number one person or her husband in her life and the issue is really going to show itself um, when that best friend realizes that, that they're actually being replaced because that's when you really realize okay uh, this person won't relinquish their spot or they won't step down um, and then that's when you kind of know okay this is a, this is this is toxic um, I always question women and I'm, I'm not trying to be mean or anything but I question women who have male best friends if you have a male best friend and that y'all are that close then why aren't you seeking out potential uh, you know uh, a potential marriage opportunity exactly that's what I'm saying because <laughs> you, you basically have somebody who's who's you know kind of like playing that role but doesn't want the um doesn't want the full responsibility you're, you're actually selling yourself short yeah i've always wanted that like i've known persons even now so close best friends everything together and just you have relationships separate relationships like different partners you both are not you've never tried i think like I've been like, when I'm talking to young persons and they'll be like, oh, this person, you know, they're the opposite sex. And I'm like, what that? <laughs> you know, yeah. what about that? And I'm like, um, you know, I don't want to ruin the friendship. What if we try to be more than friends and then, you know, we lose what we have because we take that leap we take that leap so i guess like some persons are afraid of the uncertainty or what the outcome might be but like for me i've never had a male best friend i'm just being honest i've had a i have a lot of friends who are males even now most of my friends are males but i've never had like a best friend who's a male never like we talk we're close we don't hang out that much i'm just saying um, but you know, I've never had that male best friend. I've always saved that space for the person who the Lord would say, "Okay, this is your husband," and so on. I've never really given anyone that role. I've never, because I've always said to myself, like, whenever my person comes into my life, I don't want there to be like an issue. Because you can have a best friend who secretly is in love with you, but not saying anything, you know. Yeah, now that's that's smart. That's very smart of you, and I, um, that's that's the same way I live my life. As far as a female best friend, I, I just I, I don't have one, and I'll I'll be okay until <laughs> um, I get married. <laughs> yes, we'll survive. Exactly. So um, so there are three ways, main ways, soul ties are formed. Um, you know, they can be formed other ways, but these are like the three main ways. One is through sexual relations. 
to mm-hmm. close relationship. That's what I was. We were just talking about besties and best friends, opposite sex, and also two vows. Yes, exactly. Yes. I can just stop right here and say. as we come before you we thank you that you are great you are awesome you are sovereign you are faithful we thank you lord for your man's servant who has shared powerful insights mighty god the same we will begin to internalize everything that is said today we begin to um examine ourselves i mean it's the season in this time to be introspective to look within to look within what we are feeding our spirits what are we feeding our minds lord we begin to seek you more lord if there's any ungodly soul tie attached to our lives we sever it now in the name of jesus mighty god every ungodly connection connected to us every toxic friendship relationship mighty god we sever it now in the name of jesus we believe that mighty god what is said today mighty god is solid information mighty god and information changes circumstances so now we pray that our minds will be receptive to what was said and we will begin to we begin the first step to deliverance from ungodly soul ties lord in the name of jesus it is not your will for our lives it's not your best for us so lord we denounce every ungodly attachment every demonic attachment everything that doesn't look like you we we sever we uproot every residue in our spirits now mighty god and we send it to dry places we do not believe it we do not accept it mighty god in the name of jesus remove every blockage now from our lives mighty god we begin to seek you more give us the desire to read the word to seek you to pray to fast mighty god to intercede mighty god we pray that our lives will never be the same lord we thank you we thank you for knowledge we thank you for information but not only lord help us to not only be heroes of your word but help us to take action help us to take action help us to step out and do what needs to be done Mighty God is one thing to have information, but Lord, when we have information and we we don't take action, mighty God, mighty God, we will not see results. So mighty God, we pray that even know that your will will be done. Lord, it is, it is, it is all about your glory. It is for your glory. We thank you in no other name, but in your name, in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Ernest Jones for stopping by this week. I'm always so excited about um, hosting with you. You have such deep, powerful, timely words of wisdom to share with the people. And I took notes. So, I mean, you spoke truth and you spoke God's word. So, I mean. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me and letting me be a part in, in 
and listening to the questions and the stories and, and myself as well too you definitely um, were able to share some very insightful things in regards to uh, to soul ties so we are all out of time this week so until next time we're signing out don't forget rare is the crown that sits on your head amen so signing out peace all right If you have any questions for me, feel free to email me at queenspeakingpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Instagram, warrior, not warrior, underscore queen 787. I'm looking forward to reading your messages.